Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, on Tuesday, we saw the greatest free agent in Tennessee Titans history, tight end Delaney Walker, retire. We will pay our respects to the Tennessee Titans legend. Then, Mike Vrabel said that they wanted to use the bye to see what players should play more and what players should play less. I'm going to go over guys who I think should be playing more and be playing less after the bye. All of that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. fans, Delaney Walker retires a Tennessee Titan on Tuesday. We're going to talk about how much Delaney Walker meant to the Tennessee Titans franchise. Before we do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Also, thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen Every day, if this is your first ever listen or you just haven't subscribed yet, make sure that you do subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. I am putting out daily, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content on all platforms all year round, including the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe there, smash the notification bell, and throw a thumbs up on the video right now if you think the Titans will sweep the Indianapolis Colts this year and get that win on Sunday. As a reminder, tomorrow will be crossover Thursday. We'll have our second conversation with the hosts of Locked On Colts. Friday will be a game plan Friday where I break down what I think the Titans need to do on offense and defense to win this game. And then directly after the game concludes on Sunday, I'll be going live on the YouTube channel to break down everything that happens. So don't miss any of the content coming your way. Locked On Titans, it's your team every day. But Delaney Walker retires a Tennessee Titan on Tuesday. He spent seven years with the organization, spent seven years with the San Francisco 49ers as well, part of a 14-year career. But as mentioned, Delaney Walker will retire a Tennessee Titan where he had clearly the best years of his career. And I think more than any statistical achievement, Delaney Walker's impact on the Titans franchise and culture is what's most important. But before we get into that, do got to remind you how productive of a player he truly was. 504 catches in his career, 5,888 yards and 36 career receiving touchdowns. He had 381 catches with the Titans, 4,423 of those 5,800 receiving yards with the Titans in 28 of his 36 touchdowns with the Titans. He had an elevated role with the Titans once he signed as a free agent. He made the Pro Bowl three times with the Titans from 2015 to 2017. From 13, 2013 to 2017, Delaney Walker had the most catches of any tight end in the NFL with 356. It could be argued that Delaney Walker was the best tight end in the NFL for a few years when he was with the Titans. So, 
That leads us to this. Again, in my opinion, Delaney Walker is the best free agent signing in the history of the Tennessee Titans. I don't see any way around it. Being able to make multiple Pro Bowls and, and again, like I mentioned at the beginning, to come back to it, Delaney Walker's impact on the franchise, on the organization was immense. The Titans were in a bad way when they signed Delaney Walker before the 2013 season. The Titans continued to have some poor years as well. But Delaney Walker was always a bright spot. And when things started to turn around, Delaney Walker was at the center of that. Got to give a shout out to Paul Kaharski because he mentioned something that I think is very important. The Titans haven't had a lot of players who have the clout, let's say it, to use a modern term, to have the clout in the locker room and with the fan base and the franchise to truly speak their mind and say what needs to be said. Delaney Walker had that clout. He had that kind of standing within the locker room, within the fan base, within the organization to say things that were pointed, to say things that were meant to ruffle the feathers. Not a lot of players in Titans history have done that. And as PK pointed out, Delaney Walker definitely is. So you got to appreciate him for being himself at all times. He was a great person within the organization and turning the tide of what this franchise is. He was a productive player as well. Now, Delaney Walker said, I am not the best tight end in franchise history. That's Frank Wycheck. And while there is some debate on that, I personally, I'm going to lean to Frank Wycheck. Uh, was with the Titans for more team success. Statistical numbers are pretty close as well. So I'm going to go with Frank Wycheck personally, but to me, that's a silly conversation to have on this day because we know that Frank Wycheck was great, but what we also know is that Delaney Walker was great for the Tennessee Titans. As mentioned, not only production-wise on the field, but his influence and his impact and turning this Titans organization into what it is now, which this reminds me of the John Robinson is underrated topic that I had a couple of days ago or last week. Guys, you got to remember what this franchise was and to compare it to what it is now, a lot of people deserve a lot of credit, but one of those people who deserves an immense amount of credit is Delaney Walker. So shout out to Delaney, retiring a Tennessee Titan, one of the best Titans in Titans history and uh, the best free agent signing in team history. If, uh, if I have my say about it, that's what I would uh, stamp on his resume, and, and that's quite the accomplishment for Delaney Walker. So shout out to Delaney. But we're going to move forward. Mike Vrabel said at a press conference, the bye week is a time to self-scout and see who needs to be playing more and who needs to be playing less. And uh, I have a few names I'd like to enter into the conversation. Guys who need to play more and guys who need to play less. We're going to get into that in just a moment. Before we do, I do want to tell you guys a little bit more about our title sponsor, LinkedIn. So locked on LinkedIn. It's a match made in heaven. And if you want a match made in heaven for your small business, then you got to check out LinkedIn jobs. They're going to make sure that you get the right candidates sent to you that fit your qualifications, that fit your needs so that you can prioritize exactly who you'd want to interview and then ultimately hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. They give you simple tools like screening questions that really help you focus into the people that you want to attract. 
right now, LinkedIn Jobs is going to let you post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Again, LinkedIn Jobs is going to help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So, again, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Terms and conditions do apply. Titans fans, Mike Rabel said earlier this week that they need to identify guys who need to play more and guys who need to play less. Well, I have a list for both of those guys. I want to see more guys we maybe need to see a little bit less of. I'm going to dive into it before I do. want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream for daily, Monday through Friday, free Tennessee Titans content all year round. But... Going into the guys that I want to see play more. I'm coming out of the box with a hot one. One that may be a touch controversial. I'll just say that. But for me, it's Dylan Ravens. There is something there. There is something. His performance against San Francisco, how he held up at right guard the other day, there is something there. There is a usable player in Dylan Ravens. It's in there. And he's played 22.9% of the snaps. Let that man play over Dennis Daly. Dennis Daly has had two absolutely offense-shattering, miserable performances. If that's what Dylan Radins is going to do out there, then what's the difference? I've been saying this all along. And immediately after I said it, Dennis Daly had a pretty solid game. So maybe I can jinx him into having another good game. But I just don't see what the upside is of playing Dennis Daly if he's going to be as bad as he is. So play Dylan Radins. And listen, I don't think that you take Aaron Brewer out and put in Radins at left guard. But if for some reason Ben Jones ever gets hurt, it better be Radins at left guard and Brewer at center. Because I think that there is some potential for Dylan Radins to be a better guard than Aaron Brewer. I have said since the offseason that NPF, Nate Davis, Aaron Brewer, Dylan Radins, and then left tackle and free agency is what the Titans' offensive line of the future should look like. Because Ben Jones can't be around for more than this season, next season at best. So by 2024 or as I like to call it, Malik time, there is a chance that Dylan Ravens could be a valuable piece of the Titans' offensive line. They need to give him a shot. Give him a chance, an extended chance, not just one game, back out. It, again, can't be worse than Ravens. So I want, it can't be worse than Daly. So I want to see Ravens play more. Not only that, Kyle Phillips. Kyle Phillips, yes, missed some time with the shoulder injury, but only played 21 0.5% of the snaps, I was sold that Kyle Phillips was going to be a major factor in this offense in the offseason. I was still told that he's the most explosive wide receiver the Titans have healthy. Well, I don't know if I fully agree with all that, but there's certainly some truth in it. The Titans have to find a way to get Kyle Phillips out on the, out on the field more. 
to get him to run more routes. He played 17 snaps against the Commanders when no one's getting open. Like, he's just got to play more for what he can bring to the table. They got to find a way to play him more on offense. Same thing, I'm not saying take Derrick Henry off the field, but be creative and get Dontrell Hilliard on the field. Like Again, both those guys, Phillips and Hilliard, provide a little explosiveness, a little speed, just a little bit. you got to find a way to use them more because the Titans don't have enough explosiveness in that offense. So things that they've done, line Kyle Phillips up in the backfield. See if you can get a matchup for him. Have Derrick Henry and Dontrell Hilliard on the field in pony situations. Like, they have to get guys on the field who are going to be playmakers with the ball in their hands. And Hilliard's one of them. And Phillips is another guy who can get open and catch the ball. So they got to use those guys more. Hilliard and Phillips both have only been on the field for 21% of the snaps. One out of every five plays. They just got to change that. And then an under-the-radar guy, well, first, Chickaconqua. 20% of the snaps when the Titans have literally one of the worst tight end groups in the league. They just got to play him more. I personally am theorizing that when Mike Vrabel made that comment, he was talking about Chickaconquo and Austin Hooper. There's no reason that Austin Hooper should play 49% of the snaps and Chickaconquo 20%. Aconquo is just as effective as a pass catcher more explosive with the ball in his hands, gives you more scheme versatility because of his athletic traits, and is just as good of a blocker at this point. I'd trade Austin Hooper if I could and give all those snaps to Chickaconquo. It can't be worse, and there's much more upside. That's the theme of of my comments here, playing more. Uh, This is my under-the-radar guy on offense, Kevin Radar. Again, trade Austin Hooper if anybody wants me. Just, I, you know what, I had high hopes, but we know the truth now. He can be Anthony Ferkser. It's Hooper should be playing 20%. Let Kevin Radar be out there with Jeff Swaim if you really want pure blocking tight ends. But get Chickaconquo and Kevin Radar more snaps. Because why not? Uh, on defense, this one isn't exactly uh, in the spirit of the conversation, but Bud Dupree... Bud Dupree has played 20.8% of the snaps on defense this year. He's just got to play more. And it's about health, not him playing more than other people. But he's got to give the Titans something. This is his last year with the team. You were $20 million on the cap. Give them something. Bud Dupree has to play more in the back half of the season or the next two-thirds of the season. Uh, Also on defense... There were less of them on defense because I like what the Titans are doing with their rotation on defense for the most part. But the last one I want to mention here is Lonnie Johnson. Let Lonnie Johnson play a little bit more if you're going to run man coverage, especially against the Colts. The tight ends killed the Titans against the Colts in week four. Lonnie Johnson played only a couple of snaps. Let him play. I mean, Josh Kalou has been awful. Andrew Adams is okay. Let Lonnie Johnson play some more. Play him as a sub-package linebacker instead of Joe Schobert. I would just use him more. That's all I have to have to say about that. So those are my guys that I think need to play more. Raidens, Phillips, Hilliard, Chig, 
maybe Kevin Raynard, and Bud Dupree, Lonnie Johnson. We're going to get into the guys who I think should be playing a little bit less for the Titans after the bye in just a moment. Before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys about BetOnline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all your football betting information this season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, in-depth articles, and analysis on every single game. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for your sport wagering information. They have live betting, up-to-the-minute scores for every single sport, NFL, NBA, MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, esports. I mean, everything that you could ever want to wager on, you can find at betonline.net. So use your mobile device or your personal computer right now to check out all the trends and all the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, we are going to cap off today's show going over the guys I think need to be playing less after the bye week. Before we get into it, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. I am going to be putting out daily Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content all year round. As for your second listen, check out the Peacock and Williamson podcast. It's hosted by Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson giving you a national slant on all the biggest NFL stories every single day. Free and available on all platforms. Check out the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. But looking at guys I think should be playing a little bit less for the Titans. I hinted at a lot of these guys in our previous segment because it's basically impossible to talk about guys that need to play more without mentioning the guy that needs to be playing less, right? That's the way this works. You can't just play a guy more. Another guy has to be playing less. So, I talked about Dylan Radins getting to play a little bit more, and I mentioned specifically, let him play left tackle. Why not? Heck, play LaRaven Clark. Sure. But Dennis Daly has to play less. I mean, 78% of snaps. They got to try other options. They have to try something else. It can't be worse. Well, Raven Clark is either just as bad. Dylan Raidens is either just as bad. Like, it can't be worse. It would be nice if Jamarco Jones was healthy so he could at least get a shot. Although, I don't think that would go much better. But they just have to try something else because Dennis Daly just is not getting it done. Outside of Dennis Daly, I mentioned it again. I mentioned him. Austin Hooper, 49% of the snaps. He should not be playing half the snaps with the way he's performing. He doesn't block anywhere near as good as Jeff Swaim. Him and Chig are pretty similar. Um, He doesn't give you much after the catch. He's not really getting open. That's a guy that has to play less. And Chig Conquo is a guy who needs to play more. Even Kevin Radar, for that matter. If you're going to tip your hand and say, hey, we're running the ball, put Swaim and Radar out there. Why not? So, to me, those are big names that just need to, we need to see younger players with more upside in those spots for the performance that we're getting from Daly and Hooper. Also, Cody Hollister. I get that he's a big physical receiver, and Phillips can't really do what they're asking him, but 
if Cody Hollister is going to be a terrible run blocker, like NWI is a good run blocker and he can give you a little something out there as an actual wide receiver. NWI is a good depth NFL wide receiver. Cody Hollister is not. Yeah, I know that Cody Hollister is six foot four, six foot three, and could probably block way better than Kyle Phillips. I don't care. We talked about this yesterday. The knowing the playbook scale balanced against the talent scale. We're at a place where I don't care how much Cody Hollister knows the playbook. I'm playing Kyle Phillips over him. Like, period. I don't care. And if there calls a situation where Kyle Phillips is too small to be in because of the blocking, then just play Woods and NWI and nothing else. It's that simple. they got to have less Cody Hollister. There's no way around it. And then another guy I mentioned, Josh Kalou. Kalou has been a disaster in coverage this year. Not a great tackler. I mean... They just can't, and getting a Monty Hooker back would be awesome. But even if not, let Andrew Adams play back there. The newly signed Josh Thompson, let him play back there. Anybody except Josh Kalou. He's just got to play less. He's not been very good. Especially, especially in coverage. So, you just got to try something else at this point when you've seen that something doesn't work over and over and over again. It's that simple. Either way, tomorrow is going to be crossover Thursday. I'm sure I'll have one of the hosts of Locked On Colts on to break down that matchup. Friday will be game plan Friday. And as I mentioned, going live directly after the game on Sunday to break down everything that we saw in a must-win critical divisional rivalry game between the Titans and the Colts. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans.